see all the things that God has blessed them by and with. Uh, so this church, as we have always done, we wanted to present them with a copy of the Word of God. Uh, listen, this is the greatest book you'll ever pick up. I'll talk to our graduates. This is the greatest book you'll ever hold in your arms. This is something that you ought to cherish. It's something that you ought to really uh, uh, find solace in when it comes to life's problems. Uh, some of the situations in life you're going to deal with, listen, this book has every answer that you're going to need. This book has every answer to every question that you may have. And I pray that God will direct you along your way. So we'll have our seniors to come, Joseph and Brennan. And today as we present these, these copies of the Word of God to them, I pray that God will bless them. We're also going to ask a, a special blessing upon them today. Those are your alls. So, oh, I hate doing that. You two young men come here for just a moment. I'm going to ask God's blessing upon you again. I've I done this back when, uh, when this one here was born. I tell you what, and what a blessing it has been down through my ministry. Our most gracious and divine Heavenly Father, Lord, as we bow before your throne, we come before you with thankful hearts. We thank you, dear God, that you have blessed these men. You've reared them up, dear God, in thy house. Lord, I pray that as they take a copy of thy word, the very breath that you breathed upon paper, Lord, that it will guide their lives. Lord, that they may use this great gift. Lord, to cherish it and to always find solace in it. Father, I pray that you watch over their lives as they embark upon adulthood now. We pray that you give them direction, give them understanding. Lord, I pray that you will always be with them in a very special way. Father, we pray that you just uh, just uh, guide them in their lives. And Lord, we know that according to thy word, those that are saved have the Holy Spirit to guide them and lead them in life's highway. So Father, I pray that you will bless, bless these books, these holy copies of thy word. Lord, may they be direction to thy children. Watch over us. Forgive us our sin in Jesus Christ's name and amen. Amen. This to young Joseph. I'm having a time with that box. I present you with a copy of the Word of God. God bless you. Thank you. And this will be yours. I know you may want that box. Brennan, my young man, we thank the Lord for you. Pray God will just bless you in all your travels. May this book always be with you. Amen. There's you something to protect it. My fingers don't have the feeling like they used to have and I <laughs> kept on dropping things, but it is, it is good and we thank God for His blessing these young men. Now, every year for the next few years, 
and we're going to be having graduates. And so, you know, I, I'm thankful to look out over this crowd and we see these babies coming up. Amen. I'm thankful to see babies in the womb. And I pray that the Lord will continue to perpetuate this body as He continues to see fit to tarry His coming. We pray that the Lord would just bless in a very special way. I do want to also make this announcement that right after church this evening, Brother Jared wants to make, wants to have a short vacation Bible school meeting with all teachers and helpers and workers. So if you can stay behind just a little while this evening, uh, we would appreciate that. It'll be, again, a blessing to this church. We always are blessed to have our adults that take part in our vacation Bible school. They work so hard uh, to make it a success. And I tell you what, God has really blessed us down through the years. Now, if you would, I'd like to invite you to turn your Bibles to Psalm 119. Psalm 119, and while you're turning there, once again, we'd like to welcome our radio audience. This is Brother John Lybrook, pastor of the Emmanuel Missionary Baptist Church at Old Town. That's just outside of Greenham County, out of Carter County. You can get to us by taking Route 1 or Route 7. We have a sign on either end of Laurel Road giving you directions to the meeting house known as Emmanuel. And I pray that the Lord will bless His Word uh, this day. Thankful again that you've tuned in to WGOH to hear a portion of God's Word as well. Folks, we have, we have come to uh, what many would term as the beginning of summer. This is a time when we see new beginnings. A time when we see new things begin to happen in the lives of individuals. And in Psalm 119... We have a portion of Scripture here that is such a blessing to those who are leaving one place to go to another in their life. I'm talking about just the transition of, of, of a high schooler to an adult. You know, that's, it's a really a great transition. And it's one not to be taken lightly. In adulthood, there's all kinds of different things that you're going to encounter. You're going to experience pitfalls. You're going to experience heartaches and hardships. And it doesn't stop with just a couple of years of going into your adult life. I've been, I've graduated over 40 years ago. I'm not going to tell you exactly how long, but it's over 40 years ago. I graduated from high school and all down through my life, we have seen different things come in. You've seen different hardships. You've seen actions that have been taken to, to bring about a, 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 a joyous ending, and yet there's times when we've had hard things to come in our lives. One thing I've been satisfied with that I know for a fact that God has done, and that is the leadership of the Holy Spirit. We sing a song from time to time. Well, our young people sing it all the time. It's on page 364. And it's something I want these young men to realize and I want you to understand that in this life, especially if you're saved by the grace of God, this is your calling. This is your wherewithal to stand upon. 
Now, if you don't know the Lord your Savior, I, I, I implore you today to stop and consider your soul's salvation. I'll be honest with you, as I look out in this world in which we live today, I find it hard to believe that people can get by without the Lord Jesus Christ in their life. Listen, I want you to know there's something special about knowing the Lord is your Savior. There's something that transpires that is beyond our imagination. And as we look at this song here, it says, Holy Spirit, faithful guide, ever near the Christian side, gently lead us by thy hand, pilgrims in a desert land. Ever-present, truest friend. You know, there's going to be times in your life when you thought you had friends, <laughs> they're not there. Right in the hardship of your life, right when you know you need somebody, somebody very close to you, you look around and all of a sudden, you feel like you're all alone. Humanly speaking, you may be alone. You may be away from home, you may be in a, in, in a foreign place, and yet you're by yourself and you find that you need a friend. Oftentimes in life that we live, we, we look around. Uh, there's been times in my life when I've experienced certain things that come into my life and I look around and I look for a shoulder to lean on. And I find that there was no friend there. Folks, I want you to know something. You're going to have hardships in life. You're going to have situations that come up that's going to bewilder you. You're going to have storms that's going to come in and, and begin to rock your boat. There's going to be things that begin to happen in your life. But know this. You've got a friend that sticketh closer than a brother if you're saved by the grace of God. The Bible says in ever-present, truest friend, ever near thy aid to lend. Leave us not to doubt and fear, groping on in darkness drear. The third verse of this song says it's when our days of toil shall cease waiting still for sweet release looking up to heaven in prayer joyful that our names are there weary souls for air rejoice while they hear that sweetest voice whispering softly one rear come follow me and I'll guide thee home you know, as we look at Psalm 119 here, in verse 9, the Bible states, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereunto thy word. With my whole heart have I sought thee, O let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against thee. Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. With my lips have I declared all the judgments of thy mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of thy testimonies as much as in all riches. I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. I will delight myself in thy statutes and I will not forget thy word. The reason why that we give you a copy of the, of the Word of God, once again it is the very voice of God breathed upon paper, it's to allow it to guide you in life situations.
It's to allow it to move you and to coerce you. It's allow it, it's there to 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 cause you to be molded into something that you're not right now. You know, as I look and I, I go to these graduations, I am I am so thankful for our young people here. God has blessed this little church beyond measure. I see people that are that are that are being saved by the grace of God. That have grown up as a saved uh, saved uh, young people and and taught the Word of God. And I see the life that they're living. You know why? Because the Word of God is directing their very their very walk. So I pray that God will get a, get a hold of us today. I'm not just speaking to these two graduates. I'm speaking to every person in this house. God's Word is that important. God's voice is that sustaining power that will get you through the hard times. Our most gracious and divine Heavenly Father, once again, O oh God, we come before your throne. We thank you for the day which you've given us. We do come praying that you will bless in a very special way. Lord, that you would empower your word today to grant unto these that hear it Joy unspeakable and full glory. Lord, I pray that you'll be with our graduates, these that have graduated from high school. Lord, they're getting ready to go off into college, and I pray that you will bless them, you will lead and guide in their lives. Lord, that you will come in to be with them in a very special way. Father, I pray as they take a copy of thy word, Lord, that your voice will come forth from the pages. Lord, that it will direct them in times of need and heartache and hardship. It will give them the joys and peace that passeth all understanding. Father, I pray that you will bless these young men. You will guide their lives. You will direct them in all their paths. One thing for sure, O oh God, I pray, that you will instill upon them the importance of thy holy word. Bless us today. Lord, forgive us our sin in Christ's name. And Amen. I do want to bring a message today simply entitled, The Graduate's Guide. Emmanuel, to our visiting friends and our radio audience, once again we come to this time of year when we see our once little ones grow into adulthood with an opportunity to reach new and yes, distant horizons. Down through the past 17 or 18 years of life, 12 years of schooling, a multitude of teaching opportunities, they now are reaching forth to spread their wings and to put forth into practice what you as parents, what you as teachers, and even the spiritual leaders have instilled and impressed upon them down through the years of their upbringing. Which brings me to my sermon title today, The Graduate's Guide. Many are those who come to this point in life without any real solid Hope of fulfilling goals and acquisition of personal goals. So what is one to do? You know, as I sat in my study the other day and I was preparing this message, I always try to sit down and do, a, do an outline and then, then I'll sit down and pray over it and, and allow God to move my mind upon it. I was beginning to think of our young men. You know what? As, as they enter this life, as all of us have in our time past, we're going to see some things transpire. Amen? 
You're going to see some things happen in life. So the greatest, the greatest thing you can get a hold of is, is to know the guide that leads the graduate. Leads through storms of life. You know, in the book of Mark in chapter 6, we go back to the New Testament for just a moment. And I want you to look at some of these things here. And I want you to just place your mind where these apostles were. I want you to be thinking about what they were going through. I want you to look at the situations in life that you may be now even experiencing or think to experience here shortly. In Mark chapter 6 and verse 45, I, know, I want you to notice with me something here. This is where Jesus Christ come out and walked on the water. But I want you to notice what was going on here. The Bible says in verse 45, And straightway He constrained His disciples to get into the ship and go to the other side before into Bethsaida while He sent away the people. And when He had sent them away, He departed into a mountain to pray. Now, again, understand the situation here. His disciples have been... Uh, Jesus had told His disciples, You all go get in the boat and, and you, you go to the other side. You go to the other side. Folks, I'll tell you, there's a lot of things that happen in our lives, but a lot of times it's a direct, direct cause of the Holy Spirit's moving in your life. There's going to be times in your life when you're going to be told without a shadow of a doubt, listen, this is the path for you. This is what God wants for your life. This is the way I want you to go. And listen, the Bible states here that these men simply done exactly what Jesus told them to do. They went forth. Now I want to stop right here for just a moment and, and cause you to think about this. Just because you're always doing everything just right doesn't mean you're not going to have hardships in life. Just because you, you're doing exactly what you know God's will is for your life does not mean that you're not going to experience some hardships. Some things are going to come up in your life and you're going to, you're going to be there and, and you're going to be needing something to write, rely upon. Listen, these men, as, as, as you look at this, the Bible says in verse 47, And when even was come, the ship was in the midst of the sea, and he alone on the land. And he saw them toiling and rolling. Listen, isn't that the way life goes sometimes? It seems like the harder you try to get forward, the more you go backwards. And I mean, that's just a part of being an adult. And you know, I heard somebody say it, it's adulting. I, I don't know nothing about those kind of words, but this one thing I do, I know about life. <laughs> I've been in a position where, where I've had to, had to be, a, I, I be going forward, and I think I was going forward all along, doing exactly where I needed to go, going exactly where I needed to go, and doing exactly what I needed to do, and all of a sudden, I look up, and I'm, I'm way off course. Have you ever done that? Have you ever been in a position where you thought you was right and you know without a shadow of a doubt that you was going exactly where God wanted you only to look up and notice that you have veered off course somehow? Folks, those things happen. From time to time in my life as I, as I uh, was in adulthood and, and I've spoke about this many times before but there was a time in my life that I wasn't, I wasn't near the Christian that I should have been. I wasn't what God was, was able to use in a way that would be a blessing and, and, and to others. And I know that there's times when I veered off course. 
But this one thing I do know, when I woke up in the middle of the storm, believe me, I know exactly where I needed to go. Amen? When I was in that situation and I saw the storm begin to, to, to cause me to row harder and, and to toil harder, I knew exactly what I needed. Listen, the Bible states this in verse 48. And he saw them toiling and rolling and the wind was contrary to them. And about the fourth watch of the night he cometh unto them walking on the sea and would have passed them. I mean, it was just like this, you know, Jesus Christ, as, as here they were in all their trouble. Here they were in the middle of all their, their huge storm that was going on. They were doing everything they could to stay afloat. You see this? Jesus was walking by. Listen, it wasn't that He just came right to them. The Bible states here that it was as if He was going to walk by them. Folks, there's going to be a time in your life when you think you're all alone. There's going to be a time in your life when you feel like the storm's about to take you under. And you're going to look and you're going to remember the promises of old. You're going to remember the things that you've been taught all your life. And, and Jesus is there. Jesus is walking by there. Notice what it says here. But when they saw Him upon the sea, they supposed they had seen a spirit and cried out. For they saw him and were troubled, and immediately he talked with them and said unto them, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. Folks, I want you to know something. To these graduates, I want you to think about this. Graduate, there will come a time when you shall see troubled waters in your life. Maybe it's a time when no one else knows of. Maybe it's a time when nobody else even understands the fear that you may be facing. The fright which may be troubling you in your placid waters of relative calm. And then the churning sea of emotions within your heart. You may even come to a place where you're ready to quit. You're ready to give up all hope of success. And just as the waves are about to trouble your life, just when they're about to overflow you, you remember this old song that you sang as you grow up, grew up. Oh, faithful God. Folks, I want you to know something today. This is what these men saw that day. Now, yes, they were afraid. I mean, wouldn't you be? As you're looking out over this troubled water and the seas are churning, and all of a sudden there's, there stands a being. There stands the Master. yes. I dare say we would have been a little bit frightened to see the thing that was going on there. But notice what he says here. He says, be of good cheer, it is I. Be not afraid. Graduate, to you that are here today, I want you to understand this is the place you need to come to in all your troubled lives. Whenever you're going through a situation in your life when you don't know which way to turn up, Listen, know this, that God is there. Know this, if you're saved by the grace of God, He has your best interests at heart. Amen? We know that. According to God's Word and according to His teachings, listen, everything works according to God's will. Listen, Romans 8.28 is not there just, just to take up space. I believe that Romans 8.28 is there for our troubled times as well as our good times. 
Listen, He is there. And He says, whatever things that come up before us, listen, are ultimately for our good and His glory. Amen? So whatever you're going through in life, realize this, God is, God is on your side. You're saved by the grace of God. You know the Lord is your Savior. You may be in a place where the waters are churning pretty hard. But know this, God is there. He is there. Matthew chapter 8, if you'll go back for just a little bit. In Matthew chapter 8, again, we want to kind of reference this again in verse 23 down through verse 27 here where, where, where we see Jesus Christ had calmed the storm. And the Bible says, And when He was entered into the ship, His disciples followed Him. And behold, there, grows, there arose a great tempest in the sea. Now here Jesus is actually with these, these followers. He's right there by their side. Before, it was like he was off in the distance a little bit. But now he's right here by their side. Notice what it says here. And the Bible says, And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves, but he was asleep. Listen, all's well when Jesus is in there. Listen, when, when, wherever, wherever you're at in life, whatever you're going through right now, you know this, that all's well when the Lord's by your side. He says here in verse 25, And His disciples came to Him and woke Him, saying, Lord, save us. We perish. Been in that situation yet? You will. You've been in a place where you, you know, had it not been for prayer, you didn't have a prayer. Amen? Listen, I want you to know something. This, is a, this message is here today to try to encourage you to realize that in these days in which you're about to embark upon, not only are there blessings of life for the, for the adult life, I mean there's wonderful experiences you're going to experience. You're going to experience some things like you've never seen in your life. But know this, there's also going to be some shipwrecks. There's also going to be some storms come up. That's when you need to know for a fact that your Savior is by your side. He says here in verse 26, And He saith unto them, Why are you fearful, O ye of little faith? Then He arose and He rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. But the men marveled, saying, What manner is this, that even the winds and the sea obey Him? Storms of all sorts are going to come up in your adult life. Storms that are related to jobs. Storms that are related to your health. Storms that are related to companions. Storms that are related to family ties. Storms of distance. Storms of loneliness. Storms of self. But our faithful guide will always be there with us. Through all the situations of our life, He'll never leave us. Matter of fact, that's what Hebrews 13.5 is all about, isn't it? He said, let not your hearts be troubled. In, in, in John chapter 14, 1-3, you believe in God, believe also in me. Listen, I want you to know that's what we can trust in today. You're here today. You're celebrating a milestone in your life. But know this, there are going to be many more by God's amazing grace to come into your life. Know this, that the only time you're going to have the real peace that passeth all understanding is when you know you have the faithful guide by your side. In Philippians 4 and 1, 
as I get ready to move to my next point, this says here, Therefore, my brethren, my dearly beloved, and long for my joy and my crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. You know, as I look at these young men, I look at these that are that have graduated aforetime. I look at our, our young people that have that have come to come to salvation. Listen, I want you to know something. Faithful God. Amen. The graduate's guide. Listen, the Holy Spirit will guide you in life's troubles. Listen. Secondly, I want you to look at this. The graduate's guide will lead through enemy lines. You know, you go to 1 Samuel. And in 1 Samuel in chapter 23 and 24, you see David as he is being pursued by Saul. Now David, and I'm going to paraphrase this for the sake of time. David was a man who was, who was a, he, he was a godly man. Now listen, David wasn't perfect. David sinned in his life. He'd done some, he'd done some mischief that he shouldn't have got into. We've all been there, folks. Not a one of us are perfect. But notice what is going on here. Here was David behind the enemy line. Not only behind the enemy line, he was embedded in the backside of the enemy. They didn't even know it. And the Bible states that, that David come out and he cut a piece of the skirt of Saul, King Saul, off. You know what he was doing? Oh, well, David was ashamed of that, but yet what he ended up doing was showing him, listen, I could have took your life. Listen, there's going to be times when the enemy's going to come after you. There's going to be times when the enemy is going to do everything in their power. Listen, Jonathan was a Jonathan was a was a dear friend of David, and yet he protected him against his own father. But know this, know this. There's going to be people in your life that are going to do everything in their power to to hurt, destroy, and maim you. You keep God first in your life. You stay close to the Lord, Amen. You stay close to God, and and you stay you stay right where God can can bless you. You know, I remember growing up. You know, it was said, you know, the closer you the closer you were to the whip, the less it hurt. <laughs> you know, and that's there's a lot of truth to that. The closer you were to the switch, you know. Well, growing up, we had a we had a big old willow tree, and I've talked about that old crazy thing, and I tickled to death when Dad finally cut it down. It would come along by the time the grandkids came. It disappeared. <laughs> but you know, as I was, I was thinking about that, that, old, that old willow tree, you know how them old long switches were. And we were always told we had to go get our own switch. And listen, if it wore out too quick, you had to go get another one. But look, notice this. The closer I was to my dad, the less that switch hurt. You know, the closer you are to the Lord the less heartache is going to be affecting your life. Listen, notice that. Samuel, or not Samuel, but Saul was after David's life. And after, after Saul had left the cave, and after Saul had got outside, David come out behind him, and David spoke his name and said, Hey! And he looked around and he saw David right behind him. Folks, I want you to know that there's going to be times in your life that the enemy is going to be just ahead of you. All along, you've going to be on behind them and guarding and guiding. Graduates, there's going to be a time in this old world 
Those who main, whose main objective is to do you wrong and to make you discouraged. But as we can see here from 1 Samuel, listen, God is ever with His own. He's there to protect, to lead, to guide in the perils of life. You know, we'll go back to Romans for just a moment in chapter 8 as I get ready to move on. Romans in chapter 8, the Bible says in verse 31, What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? You know what? Can you imagine what David was thinking that day? Here he was, him and all of his men were in the back of the cave and they were having to be very quiet because the enemy was right out front sleeping. Think about it. There's a time that's going to come in your life when you're just going to have to be quiet and wait on the Lord. There's a time that's going to come up in your life you're just going to have to be still and wait on God and His deliverance. That's what David done. David waited on the deliverance of, of the Lord. And he says here in verse 32, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Who is it that condemneth it is Christ that died? Yea, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. I don't know about you, but you know what? Being saved by the grace of God, knowing I've got somebody interceding for me, it, it blesses my heart. It's because I know the pitfalls of, of young adulthood and I know some of the things that, that begin to transpire. Listen, if you get, out of, you get out of the house of God, you get out of the way from the people of God, you get away from the things of God, listen, you've got to be careful because it will get you in trouble. You stay close to the Lord. Amen? You young men stay close to the Lord. Even when you're hundreds of miles away from your parents and from, from the church and from, from the people of God, listen, you stay close to the Lord. You stay close to God. And He'll always be there for you. In verse 20, 37, the Bible says, Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him that loved us. For I am persuaded... Then neither death, nor, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus the Lord. Folks, these scriptures give us the wherewithal to follow after righteousness always. Judges. Judges in chapter 7, we see Gideon. Gideon was, was a man who had a great force. He had a great army with him. But God said, listen, this is not going to be in your power. This is going to be in mine. You may have all the education that you need. You may have all the upbringing that you need. You may have all the, the wherewithal to stand on your own two, uh, pull your own bootstraps up, so to speak. But know this. There's going to be those times when God says, I'm going to be here and I'm going to take care of it. Listen, know this. Understand this. Your upbringing has been wonderful. You've been raised in the house of God with people of God. You've got a great Christian family. You, you young men remember this. You know this. But don't let us stay there. Don't let us stop there. You know that God 
is here and God is there to empower you. He said, for I am persuaded that there's nothing that can take it away from us. Comes right down to it. God allowed Gideon to lose all but just a few hundred men. There was nobody there but a great force in front of him. But you know what took care of business? God did. God put it to those men just like He'll do for your enemy as well. Now, I want you to look at this. Thirdly, the, the graduate's guide will lead through lean seasons. Matthew chapter 6 tells us that our Savior is there to provide all of our needs. You know what? You're going to have a need one day. Your need could be companionship. Your need could be just a friend. It could be that your need is financial. Your need could be something that is physical. Notice this, that God says, I'll take care of your needs. If you're saved by the grace of God, you know the Lord is your Savior. Listen, you have a promise from God Almighty. Matthew chapter five or chapter 6, Jesus Christ states that, listen, take no thought for tomorrow. I'll take care of it for you. Listen, you're about to embark upon a great journey in your life. You're going to see amazing things. You're going to go to amazing places. You know this. Holy Spirit, faithful God, amen. He'll always be by your side. That's what happens to those that are saved by the grace of God. That's what happens. God's sustaining power will see us through the lean times. I go back and I think about 1 Kings chapter 17. We think about the brook Cherith. We think about uh, the times when, when the Lord fed the man of God. He took care of him. He gave him water. He gave him meat to eat and gave him bread to eat. Listen, know this, that God is still the same. We still serve the same God. We still serve the same God. God leads us down many different paths in life. Sometimes God allows blessings in one place to cease to move us where He wants us to be. Follow the guide which He has given. You will always be blessed. Now lastly, I want you to look at this now. We have just a few minutes left on the radio. The graduate's guide. He will lead into everlasting life. If you don't know the Lord is your Savior, listen to me. You need Jesus Christ as your Savior today. Because that's, that's the best way to enter in. Actually, it's the best way to enter in any part of your life. But right now, as you're getting ready to go into adulthood, listen, today's the day of salvation. Today is your hope nearer than it's ever been. Today is the day when when the Bible states is, is, is a time to come unto Him. In John 6 and 44, the Bible speaks about the fact that Jesus said that uh, no man can come unto me except the Father which hath drawn sin. Listen to that. Listen to verse 63. It's the Spirit that quickeneth. Listen. Maybe today you're in this house Maybe as a young person, you're, we've got all kinds of different age uh, young people. We had 20, 20 some young people up here in the choir off a while ago. We had other states still outside there. But notice this. 
There's all steps of life there. That's one thing I love about our youth group. They're all together. Amen. We don't break them down. We just keep them all together because that's how that's how they grow and 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 enjoy one another and love one another. But listen, all through their lives, there's different stages. There are different there are different lives. There are those that are saved by the grace of God. And there are those that have yet to come to Jesus. Friends, I want you to know something. Today's the day to come to Jesus. Today's the day of salvation. The Bible states, listen, if you want that faithful God in your life, if you want to know that there is peace that passeth all understanding in your life, listen, you've got to know the Savior, amen. You've got to know the God, the one to protect, the one to lead, the one to direct. If you don't know the guy, listen, I've been speaking about today, he's exactly what you needed to embark upon this new stage of your life. He has promised I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. He has promised to sustain His own with bountiful provisions. Psalm 23 is one of those dear chapters that speaks to that very fact. As a matter of fact, let's read that real quick. In Psalm 23, listen, you graduates, listen to this. Be thankful for God's Word. It says here, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You know what? God is going to bless you with all that He wants you to have. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. There's going to be a time in your adult life when you're going to need your soul restored. You're going to need your wherewithal to, to get a giddy up. Because there's going to be times when you're going to feel low and lowly. He says, I'm going to restore that unto you. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. What does the rod and staff do? It directs. It guides. It leads. It protects. That's what the rod and staff... The rod and staff is not always meant for punishment. Realize that. The rod and staff is not always meant for punishment, although that was used by the shepherds. The shepherds, would, if they had a straying lamb they would, that they couldn't control, they would, they would actually strike the leg of that lamb to get it to where it could not walk on its own, and they would carry it. And what they were doing, they were showing that little lamb, I'm the one that's going to protect you. Folks, I want you to know something. Don't get to a position where, where, where the Lord has to break your leg. Hey, I've been there. I know what that's like. It isn't a place to be. It's not an enjoyable thing to go through. To, to, to have yourself placed upon your back or, or to be looking at everything, losing everything just because of your own negligence and sin. Notice this. God says, I'll get your attention. But also know this. That the rod and staff are there to guide you, to lead you. It's also to pull provender to you. Folks know that. That's what, that's what this is all about. He says, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, and my cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. 
Now will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is a promise to God's children. Do you know the peace of the Redeemer today? Do you know the peace that passeth all understanding? Listen, there's no greater way to enter into the, to the adult life than to enter in knowing Jesus Christ as your Savior. John 14, 27, the Bible promises that we're going to have a, 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 a peace giver. It's been promised to those who are saved by the grace of God. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth give I unto you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Yes, there's going to come times in your life when you're going to look around and you're going to think, Oh boy, where am I at and what am I doing? You just know that if God's your God, He's got you. You know that wherever you're at, God is there to direct through His Holy Spirit's prodding. In John 15 and 26, the Bible states here, But when the Comforter has come, whom I shall send you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceeded from the Father, shall testify of me. When the Comforter has come, has He imparted peace unto you today? You know, as you again begin this new journey in your life, I implore you today to our graduates, to Joseph, to Brennan, make sure that you follow the guide. This book was given to you because this book can make you wise unto salvation if you're not already saved. This book is powerful. Make sure you keep it near you. This book is not something to be thrown around, kicked around, set in the dust, but this is a book that's always to be by your side. And I pray that the faithful guide will direct you in everything that you embark upon in this new life. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord save is our prayer. Let's all stand please. Most gracious and divine heavenly Father,